You're listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tēnā koutou katoa, it's Monday the 9th of August, you are listening to Recap. Today, Suncorp released its financial results and announces it'll be buying back some of its shares. Ike GPS applies for a trading halt ahead of a, of a share placement. And we talk about the proposed new NASDAQ rule that companies like Apple, Netflix and Tesla will have to adhere to. That's going to be very interesting. I'm Jose Barbosa, I make podcasts and videos and things for Sharesies. And I'm Alice Roundtree. I'm a financial analyst here at ShareZ2. We are here to recap some of the events shaping the share markets today so you can be a more informed investor in around 10 minutes or so. And as mentioned, we broadcast from ShareZ, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. We certainly do, Alice. And uh, before we get cracking, you should listen to this very important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. I am so interested in this first story, Alice, mainly because I want to know what an on-market share buyback is. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that. But um, first, let's just go back a step and have a chat about Suncorp and who they are um, and what they've done. So today they released their results for the financial year ended June. Great. So just remind me again who Suncorp is, rather. Uh, they are an Australian financial services company, so largely involved with insurance and wealth ma- management, and they are also listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. Great. And how did they do this year? So they reported a net profit after tax of $1 billion Australian dollars. That's an increase of 13% on last year's profit. Now, they said that these results were delivered against challenging circumstances, um, noting COVID-19 and also adverse weather patterns. Oh, right. Um, okay. Now, now, when I first read like this weather patterns, I kind of thought, how's weather, you know, impacting on a on a financial services company? But it's actually because of the insurance claims that come off the back of things oh, right. like floods and, and that. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I saw a couple of other things that were quite interesting in their announcement, um, in particular that, uh, that share buyback I talked about before. What's all that about? Yeah. Yeah, so they announced that they're going to be doing an on-market share buyback of up to $250 million. Whoa, uh, so what does that mean? So they'll look to buy back $250 million worth of their shares from investors over the next six months. Uh, This will be done on the market or or through the exchange, so hence why it's called an on-market buyback in this case. Right, got it. So why would they do that? So it's a way for a company to return cash back to its shareholders. Um, now, they also announced this alongside a $0.40 cent fully franked final dividend and an $0.08 cent special dividend. So they're, they're getting cash back to their investors, essentially. Okay, awesome. Cool. Thank you for that update, Alice. Appreciate it. All good. Now, I want to know more about this trading halt on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. Oh, right away. I'll be happy to explain that to you. So top line info is that Ike GPS Group has applied for a trading halt on both the ASX and the NZX to complete a share placement. So there's a couple of things to unpack here. But firstly, I know that we talked about Ike GPS not that long ago, but right, can yeah. you remind me of what they do? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'd kind of forgotten as well. Uh, but uh, the, the company's main line seems to be... Uh, 
mainly in electricity companies who use their hardware and software platforms to measure their overhead infrastructure. So that's stuff like um, power lines, power poles, uh, stuff like that. Basically, it makes uh, inspection of that kind of uh, infrastructure a lot, a lot easier. From what I understand, uh, kind of one of their things is you can use a smartphone app and you take a picture of a you know a power pole and it'll make all these measurements and measure how tall it is and how you know how wide it is that kind of thing. Um, and it's also used as you'd expect in the um, signage and graphics industry. Uh, they also Man. use it at, yeah in insurance and mapping as well. <laughs> I'm constantly amazed by technology and, and things like that. But um, so what's up with the share placement? What's happening there? Yeah, so a share placement very basically is when a company issues more shares. And generally, companies do this as a way to raise money, and that's the case here. Ike GPS says it's looking to raise just over 19 million New Zealand dollars, and that's to have money in the bank to make future acquisitions. So that's like you know buying companies and stuff. Um, as as they say, as the opportunities present themselves. Now, trading halt is exactly what it sounds like as well. It's a brief suspension of trading shares. Uh, it's often done just before a big announcement. And it's kind of a way to level the playing field ahead of something that might affect the share price. I like that, um, as you said, trading halt is, is exactly what it means because there's so many words in finance that there's so much <laughs> jargon. At least trading halt is one thing that, you know, it, yeah. it, it is what it is really. Well, um, we always anyway. have trading halt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's still more to the story here, though. Yeah, there sure is. So that's just the first part of this. The other part of it is that once the placement is done, Ike says it expects to present a share purchase plan to its eligible shareholders, and from that they want to raise uh, $3.1 million New Zealand dollars. So did they say um, what price they'd offer for these shares? I could advise that they expect to be able to offer those shares at the same price as shares listed in the share placement. Okay, and, and what's that going to be? I, well, this is where I'm probably going to have to defer to your greater knowledge of the subject. So according to Ike, the price will be determined following what they say is an institutional book build. I'm assuming a book build isn't like a scrap booking workshop or something like that. Not quite. It would be quite fun if it was like a, a scrapbooking thing. I quite like but, the um, idea of like the of the of the all the board members sitting coming into like a community hall and making scrapbooks and stuff. Okay, now we're and their send, suits and things like that. Yeah, we're going to send this out to the shareholders. It <laughs> would be that. quite fun. Um, yeah. But no, a book build. It is um, a part of a capital raise process, as we say, related to de to, to to determining what price the shares will be issued at. Mm. Uh, now, the investment bank or the people who are running the capital raise process, they're called the underwriter, uh, they'll get a gauge from potential investors about their demand and how many shares they'd be interested in buying and at what price. And right. from there, they'll figure out what price they'll issue those shares at. Cool. Thanks for clarifying that. That's all good. Now, um, what's next for this placement? Well, yes, so so Ike says it should be able to make an announcement on how the share placement went and where the pricing landed on Wednesday the 11th. Uh, we'll no doubt um, update everybody here once we know how that went. Right. But um, Alice, let's move over to the US because I am interested, really interested in this story about the NASDAQ. What's happening here? Yes, so just as a reminder, the NASDAQ is one of the major stock exchanges over in the US. Um, it has around 3,000 companies listed on the exchange, uh, known for having a lot of tech companies like Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, Tesla, and Netflix, which I mentioned before. Um, the other major stock exchange in the US is the New York Stock Exchange, or the NYSE, as it's sometimes nicknamed. I love it that it's called the NYSE. 
I think that's great. <laughs> so I go talk to your old mate Nicey, and then compared to Nasdaq, which just I don't know, sounds a bit dodge. Yeah, Nasdaq. <laughs> well, Nasdaq is also short for something, but um, I can't remember what for. Um, a really like long six oh, worded. Yeah. We're not even going to go there. No, really. no, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> but what's the story about the Nasdaq today? Uh, So at the end of last week, the Securities and Exchange Commission, or the SEC, um, that's the regulator over in the US, they approved a proposal that NASDAQ had put forward to them. Uh, This is related to the diversity requirements of boards. In particular, it's aiming to boost the number of women, racial minorities, and LGBTQ people on US corporate boards. Uh, It's been called a first of a kind, and um, in an article by AP News, I saw it described as groundbreaking. Yeah, it certainly sounds huge. So, But what are the the details of these requirements? So this proposal would require the companies listed on the NASDAQ stock exchange, um, so those 3,000-odd companies, to have at least one woman on their board, um, as well as one person from what they're describing as an underrepresented group. Now, they've defined this as someone from either a racial minority or someone who identifies as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm, So why are boards aiming for diversity? Uh, Now, there's all sorts of research out there about diversity of boards um, and the effects of it on governance. Uh, Some of the commonly cited reasons for board diversity are that it can be more representative of the real world, uh, like more representative of clients or customers, um, even investors. Now, other commonly cited reasons include that it can help reduce everyone acting and thinking in the same way when they're making decisions. Um, People challenge each other Mm. more and and provide different perspectives because they come from different backgrounds. Uh, Now, equally, there's some mixed arguments about how much it improves a company's uh, financial performance, but regardless of um, those those arguments, there's been a huge focus on diversity in recent years. Now, the NASDAQ actually did a study of its own um, exchange in 2020 and found that 75% of its listed companies wouldn't meet the requirements that they're introducing. Oh my gosh, that's fascinating. Um, so what did the SEC say about their decision to approve the uh, proposal? So their chair said that these rules will allow investors to gain a better understanding of uh, NASDAQ-listed companies' approach to board diversity. Um, They said these rules reflect calls from investors for greater transparency around the people who lead publicly listed companies. And will all companies on NASDAQ have to adhere to this? Uh, So bottom line, yes, but if a company doesn't comply so it doesn't comply with these rules. Uh, it's not going to be delisted from the exchange, but it will be required to publicly explain why it is that they aren't complying. Mm. And they'll have to front up to the public about it. Now, there is an exception for NASDAQ companies that have smaller boards. So if a company has five or less board members, they'll only be required to have one of those um, diverse members, as they're called. This is going to be fascinating. What's the, what's the time frame for companies to comply with this? Uh, so NASDAQ has given a deadline of um, corporations needing to have at least one diverse member within a year. Um, wow, that's that, that really does feel like quite a huge thing, right? At least it does to me. I mean, yeah, as I mentioned before, it's been called groundbreaking and, and the first of its kind yeah. sort of rule. Yeah. Um, so, so very interesting. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And you know what? That brings us... 
to the end. That was Monday the 9th of August. You've been listening to Recap, and thank you so much for uh, listening to us today. If Alice if sounded... Enjoying- oh, sorry, I jumped in there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, if Alice sounded a little bit different, she's um, she's down in Nelson. Doing a I remote. am. I'm in sunny Nelson. I'm escaping the gloomy, uh, gloomy Wellington weather. It's cold out here on those streets. I can tell you that. Uh, honestly, it's so sunny here. <laughs> good, good. I'm pleased. I'm happy for you. <laughs> hey, thanks. I'm yeah, just nervous I about really my am. flight back tomorrow morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you are enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Have a great evening, everyone. Matiwa, see you then. See you then. <laughs>